differently. We are moving from the Gospels to, from, from Acts that gave us the history to the epistles that give us instructions of what the church is really about. The, the theme of this new series is going to be understanding who we are as the church. I think it behooves us in, in, in the, behind the backdrop of all that is happening with the courts making decisions saying that, that, that gay marriage is okay, with all the other stuff that is hitting us left and right. You better know who you are in Christ. You better know. One of the reasons why I believe that the church is not progressing the way we need to is that there's a lack of understanding who we are. This series, this series is intended on allowing us to find our identity and to be able to become bold in who God has made us to be. Amen. Amen. The scripture that I'm going to lead off with, at least for today, is going to be that of Ephesians chapter 4, the, the epistle, the letter to the church of Ephesus and to the churches of that region, of that area. We will begin in verse 4. I will be reading from the New King James Version, and it reads as such in our hearing. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4. And it reads as such. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called into one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God. Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. But each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's <coughs> gift. That's it. I'm not going to get no farther than that today. That's it. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to give utterance, to give power, to give clarity of thinking, clarity of speech. Let me not stand in my own wisdom or my own power, but let there be a demonstration of, of, of your power. Or cut through. Whatever you got to cut through to speak to our hearts. Lord, not only be, let there be power in the speaking, but Lord, give the ability to receive what the Spirit is saying. Yes. We bind Satan in the name of Jesus, that you have no dominion in this place. And now, Lord, that your truth will go forth. Lord, even now. Lord, even now. Speak to us, your people. But even now, speak, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. 
One of the hardest times in raising children is when they get to adolescence. Sometimes as parents, that is um, a time when you're just holding on, hoping not to turn the boat over. Psychologically, what is happening is that a child is in between two worlds. They are dealing with the world that you brought them up in, and they're dealing with the world of their peers. They're coming from the approval, hopefully, of mom and dad, but now they're spending more time with their peers than they are with mom and dad, and they are switched in between, trying to find acceptance in in the world that they live in, in the world they're coming from, and in and, and the pull to fit in, the, the social pressure to fit in is so strong that they lose their identity. And they don't know who they are because one week their hair is purple, the next week it's pink, the next week you don't even know what color it is. All you know is Mom and dad is fighting over how high the dress is, but the problem is sometimes mom's dress is even higher. <laughs> Listen, you, you don't have to be an adolescent to not who you know who you are. See, I expect that out of adolescence, but, but once you become a certain age, it's time to know that. See, see, you can identify with what I'm talking about, but, but I, I only say that to, to allow you to understand that, that the problem with the church is we don't know who we are. So, so, so when, when, when the world comes in, when, when things changes, we don't know where we stand. With, with the court system allowing the, 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 anybody can get married. Not understanding that, that, that marriage is not man-made. Marriage is God-made. Allow me to say this. Marriage is holy. See, because it is the picture of Christ in the church. And let me say, you don't mess with something that God has made holy. You keep your hands. But if I was to take a pole in the, in the room, we would have various opinions of that because we don't know who we are as a church. Facebook, pastors and ministers said, well, we all, it's not about love. Yeah, you love folks. But when God calls something holy, the church got to call it holy. Regardless of what the world says. You see, you see when we know who we are, we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not so upset by the world being the world. Britain is growing up Sometimes I say, but dad, my friends, and, and after he gets through, I said, Britt, I, I, I don't know what's going on 
in their household, but you a Ventus. But understand who you are. You're my child. You're your mom child. And in our household. Know your identity. I, I have no control over anybody else's household. But in my household, you 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 part of me. We you in this thing with me, and this the way we do it. <laughs> to say to the church, we are God's household. And regardless what the world does, this is the way we do it. We got to know that. Yeah, I, 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 can, I, can, I can debate with you from a, 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 a biological standpoint. I, I can debate I can debate with you from a historical standpoint that when any nation loses moral compass, yes. they fall apart. Rome, yes. the empire Rome, yes. did not fall apart because they was conquered from the outside. They crumbled from the inside because the moral compass that they had set up begin to, to erase, erode, and it fell from within. See what we don't understand, remember? The rock I told you about? The rock that, that if there's a crystal clear lake and you throw that rock, you see the waves that are created? But what you don't see is this disturbance underneath. All you see is the rays on the top, but you don't see the disturbance. You know that tsunami that hit? Do you know what caused that tsunami? That, 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 that at, the, at the bottom of the ocean, there's a crack within the plates of the earth because the earth is made up by plates that are held together, but it's a crack. And just underneath, there was a slight. Not a big shift. There's a little. One of the plates shift. But in that moment of, of a plate, just the movement of that plate started a tidal wave yeah, 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 yeah. in the ocean. Uh -huh. we, we, whenever we deal with foundational stuff, yeah. and marriage, yeah. know your image, yeah. know right from wrong, it's, fo yeah. it's foundational. Yeah. It creates a tidal wave. It creates a tsunami that's going to hit, and when it hit, we're going to say, where? Listen, 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 listen. It's important for us to know who we are so that as people talk about it, we know where we stand. And that we can, we can just discuss it in love 
in a way where we can logically debate and say, you know what, it's funny how God blessed Adam and Eve, and one of the blessings is that he told them to, be, to go forth and multiply. Show me where Adam and Steve can multiply. Whatever God blesses have multiplication to it. I haven't seen a pregnant man. I don't want to see a pregnant man. Ephesians, Paul is bringing this Gentile church and, and, and the church of this region because when an epistle, which is a letter, is delivered to one of the churches, it was circulated to the churches in that region. It wasn't just for the church of Ephesus. It, it went to other churches that was in that region because it was giving them information. This is who you are now, so this is how you handle yourself. This is who you are, and because this is who you are, this is what we believe. There was not a denomination thing. It was a church thing that is a family, and they became united, cohesive about the truth of God. Listen, my opinion and your opinion don't mean very much. We, we are of God's family, and what our Father says. Hey, let me, let me. I'm not trying, I'm trying, trying to get through this. I'm just at the end of death here. What, 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 what we have perhaps messed up is this. We used to say, and there was a time when it used to work, this is what the words say, I believe it, that's all to it. But we never got deep enough to ask why. What is God's thinking? What is his mind? What is the logic behind it? See, and, 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 and then, then those of us that bought that, most of your children ain't buying it. So, so when they ask you a question about it, you haven't thought your way through it to show the implications behind it. Listen, if, 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 if I'm about ready to go to this house and there's a big fence and it got a gate saying beware, before, even if I'm trying to steal something, before I climb that fence, I'm gonna ask the question, beware what? See, there, there might be something behind that fence that I don't want to run into. So, so before I, matter of fact, I'm going to mosey on to another house before I tackle that. Because there's a reason for the fence. There's a reason for the sign. I may not hear nothing. I may not see nothing. But I dare you. My question.
question is, since God has set up the fence, why are we climbing the fence? If God says beware, and every time he says no, it's, it's, it's saying beware. I see and I know what you don't know. Yes, But if you love us, let us do what we want to. I got a two-year child that wants to run from me. And if I let him go, I'm right in the way of, uh, of an expressway, and he's going to run in between the cars and run right in front of the semi. He wants to pull away, but I won't let him go because I realize I see and I know what this child can't see and don't know. If I let him go because that's what he wants to do, that's not love. The most loving thing I can do is say no. Matter of fact, pick him up so he won't run. I get mad when I see somebody walking a baby and the baby is on the street side and they ain't paying attention to the baby that can run out in the street again. I said, what's wrong with them? That's not. God said no because he knows. God said no because he sees. God said no because he understands. God says no because he loves us. God says no because he's our father. Somehow, we got to get beyond the surface and see deeper into the mind and heart of God where we can explain to people out of love, he loves us. Let me take it. Can, can I go a little bit deeper? When, when, I, when I heard, when I saw it, the, the picture that came into my mind is Psalms 2. It won't come up. But Psalms 2 said, why does the heathen rage? Uh, why, why, why do they say we have cut his course from us? He has, he has, we, we, we have, we have told him, we have tossed away his bands. You gotta understand what is happening here. It is a spirit behind. And I'm not just talking about what just happened with the course. I'm talking about that anytime there is an upward against something God says, there is a spirit behind it. And the spirit is that of rebellion saying, you can't tell us what to do. We will do what we like and we don't want you to control us. So, 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 so we don't care if you say no. I hate to say this, but I gotta say it. If we're not careful, even as a church, we can have that attitude. If we're not careful as Christians, we think that we have the right to do what we wanna do. And it's a father saying, 
but I love you. And I'm telling you, there's a semi truck coming your way. Yes. And you don't even see it. We, in a lot of ways, have lost our, our, maybe we never really saw who we are. So we are tossed by, we, we change our hair. Purple last week. Pink this week. Kool-Aid next week. Someone told me that when you put a whole lot of Kool-Aid together, it's called joy juice. Well, what's Kool-Aid? When you mix all the colors and put it in your hair, joy hair. <laughs> Look at God trying to bring us in together as one. He says, there is one body, which means that the body of Christ, all of us is in one body. He said, all of us been indwelt by one spirit, just as you've been called, all of y'all been called to one hope or one expectation. All of y'all have a calling. He says, there's not many lords, there's only one Lord. He says, there's not many faith. Yeah, you may have different denominations, but Christ is the sinner. And if, if Christ is the center, it's really one faith. Yeah. Denomination is man-made. Yeah. You know what? God don't care if you're Baptist, if you're holiness, if you're assembly of God, if you're Methodist. He don't care. He wants to know, is Jesus your Lord? Is Jesus your Lord? See, we've got to agree on Jesus. We may disagree on secondary matters, but, but if you know my Jesus, if you know that he died and rose again, if you know he's God, then we're brothers and sisters in this thing. Listen, he, he's one guy, and he's father. Well, isn't he father of, uh, he's father of creation? But, but, but if you are a child of God, he's your father. Listen, if you have not been born again, you can't say you're a child of God. We are all his creation. But you got to be born of his spirit to be his child. What's this? He who is above all, so I'm above you. Who is through you all, who is in all of us that are of the faith, Christ is in us. Amen. We are the temple of God. Hallelujah. See, this is not a holy place. You're the holy place. You're the holy place. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 20, he says, he says, talking to the saints, you are built. Look, what is Paul trying to do? He's trying to get these churches to see who they are. And he says, don't, don't, don't no longer see yourself as separate, but see yourself together because you are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Yeah. And Christ, listen, he says, he says, they, 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 they taught Jesus. 
The Old Testament looked towards Jesus. The New Testament looked back at Jesus. He said, Jesus is the foundation of this building. And not only is he the foundation, he's the chief cornerstone. Listen, within most buildings back then, there was two cornerstones. There was a cornerstone at the bottom, and there was a cornerstone at the top. When Paul and others used this reference of a cornerstone, and in, in, in that time, every Pharisee and Sadducee knew what he was referring to. There's a story behind this. The story is that in the building of one of the temples, that, that they had people that was carving out these big stones out of, of pure stone. They, they were experts. So they was cut precisely. And as the builders was putting these buildings, these, these stones in place, there was one stone that, that was shorter, that was different than the others. So they thought it was a mistake, so, so they got rid of it. They rolled it down the mountain. But when it came time to put the cornerstone in, they, they, they sent word to, to the craftsmen, to, to the stone cutters, where's the cornerstone? They said, we sent that up to you months ago. Then someone said, there was a stone that was different from all the other stones. And I remember that we thought it was a mistake and we rejected that stone. We gotta go back and get the stone that we rejected. Bring it back because that's the most important stone. They went, got it, clicked it up, and they put it in its proper place. You know what somebody need to do? You need to go back and get Jesus. You need to go back and, and put him as the cornerstone of your life. You, you, you've been trying every... See, what they don't show, they got Bruce Jenner's. I don't refer to him by his other name. They got him on Time Magazine. They, they got... But you know what they don't show? They don't show the other folks who done went through this process. And now years afterwards, they're asking the question, what have I done? What did I do to myself? Let me explain something to you. You cannot fix a spiritual void with outside fixes. You can't fix an inward spiritual void with outward fixes. I don't care how we, but that we all done it. We all tried it. The drinking, the smoking, the doping, the sexing, the the shopping, the eating, the, the cussing, the hanging, the flipping, the dodging, the... 
tried it out. We all did it. It's just that we didn't go that far, but we was trying to find an outward fix for an inward home. Thank God we didn't go that far. They won't show those who's on the edge of suicide. Because after the lights die out, after the crowd go away, after the thrill is gone, this didn't do it. What did I do? to myself. See, part of the problem is we don't know how dark dark is. And if we're not careful, we the church is going to be deceived by the propaganda. Listen, I don't let, let the world do what the world do, but, 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 but we don't have to agree with it. See, but, but the thing is, is now, now it's like saying, now you have to say I'm right. Now, now, now you, have to, you have to say, you have to agree with me. No, I can love you, but I don't have to agree with you. It's the child. I don't want you to get hit by the semi-truck. So uh, no matter how bad you want to run out in the streets, I'm going to tell you, there's a truck coming! Because I love you. See, part of it is we haven't thought through this. We haven't brought it down into our logic and thinking processes where we can explain what, what, why God does and say what he does so that, so that so we can talk to folks in a way that when we present our argument, they don't got too much to say. But we as the church, as the witnesses of God, because we are his witnesses, are going to have to, even if you can't speak it on the different levels, we, we do have to get beyond not saying nothing. Let me, let me dig in this a little bit more. Let me dig in this. He says, he says, he says, he says, he says, in him the whole structure is, listen, we are joined, we are bound, we are welded together harmoniously. It continues, listen, look what he said. He said, he said, there's a bonding between us, which means that when you tear your brother and sister down, you tear yourself down. How can I say this? Just say it, right? We ought to be careful when we put our lips on one another. Because when we put our lips on one another, we're putting it on the body of Christ. And, and, and God don't play when you turn down this church because we are the body of Christ. Listen, turn, 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 turn to your neighbor. 
there's Christ in them. Look at them. There's Christ in them. Look, look at them. There's Christ in you. There's Christ in you. There's Christ in you. Turn to the person behind you and say, there's Christ in you. There's Christ in you. There's Christ in you. There's Christ in you. You see, if we really get that, it would change our paradigm. If we really get that, when we, when we come to church, we get excited. If we really get that, we know that there's a bonfire that's going to take place Sunday morning. Because you bring your fire, I bring my fire, we bring our fire, and when we get together, we got a bonfire. The devil is trying to bring division because he don't want our fire to shine. Let's move on. Let's, let me hurry up. He says, he says, it grows and increases into a holy temple in the Lord, a sanctuary dedicated, consecrated, sacred to the presence of the Lord. In him, in in him and in fellowship with one another, you yourself are also being built up in this structure with the rest to form a fixed abode, a dwelling place of God by through the Spirit. That's you. He's talking about you. Touch on the next person. He's talking about you. You are the dwelling place of God. If you are a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit. You might have to stir up the Spirit, but you can't be his without the Holy Spirit. If you have accepted Jesus Christ, you've been baptized. Let's go back up to uh, Ephesians chapter 4. And watch this. He says, he says, he says, one Lord, one faith. One baptism, he's not talking about water baptism here. He means you've been baptized into Christ, and Christ's been baptized into you. So through the Holy Spirit, you are walking Christ on the earth. Amen. Let me take it a step farther. But each one of us has been given grace. That's what he's saying. Every one of us has been given a measure of giftedness, of purpose. There's something in you that only God can bring out. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all need to hear me? Listen, 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 listen. God is saying is, I, I, I'm calling you out of what you used to be into who you are. Now watch this, watch this. Uh, you can catch hold of it or you can miss it. See, see, you can only become who you are when you believe what he says. Oh, yeah, 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 listen, listen. No, no matter how much God says you are, you can't walk in who you are until you begin to believe what he says about who you are. Uh, let, let me give you an example. Hebrews chapter 4. God says to us in Hebrews chapter 4, he said, just like the children of Israel, he said, I gave them the land. Uh -huh. yes, sir. I gave them the land. He said, he said, yeah, they had a fight, but they was going to win the fight. Yeah. I, I, I told them, 
ahead of time. It was a land of milk and honey. He said, listen, God said, let, let me show you how awesome I am. He said, there was houses in the land that they did not build. Somebody else built them for them. I was going to give it to them. He said, there was, there was vines that they had not planted. And, and, and the grapes were so big that, that when they got a, 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 a bush of grapes, he said, two men had to carry. Now, I don't know what type of grapes they are, but those are grapes like grapefruit. I don't know how you eat that type of a grape. I sure would like to find out. If the grapes was that awesome, can you imagine? Listen, and God says, listen, he says, and I gave it to them. All they had to do was trust me and I would have fought for them because no weapon formed against them would have prospered. Their fight was a faith fight. But because they could not muster up the faith, they were still God's children, but they spent 40 years walking in the wilderness. They had to settle for manna and their clothes not wearing out. They still experienced the provision of God. They still, they still experienced the power of God. They still experienced God protecting them, but they did not get God's best for them. My question to us is this. We, the church, stand in the same position. I mean, saved. His people. Matter of fact, go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. He said, he said, he said, you are. You are. Uh, let me explain what, what you are means. You are is a state of being. It's not that you're becoming. You are. Let, let, me, let, me, let me see if I can explain. This is a communion table. But more than a communion table is wood. Yeah. <laughs> is this wood? Yes. No, it's a communion table. No, it's wood. It's, a, it's now a communion table, but it's, this is the side of the pew, but it's wood. What's this? Somebody said, Glenn said piano. Somebody else who can't play piano said, Furniture. <laughs> Somebody else said musical instrument. But if you take it to its core, it's wood. You know what God is saying? God is saying, at your core. Regardless of what else happens, regardless of what anybody else says, at your core, whether you have to act on it, whether you ever appreciate it, at your core, you already are. You're not becoming, you are. You may not ever act on it, but you are. He says, you are a chosen. He said, I picked you out. So don't matter.
nation. He said, but you're, you're my race, you're my nation. You got my name on you. And regardless of anything else, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine. No matter what the world says, you're mine. No matter what you did, done, gonna do, you're mine. He said, you are a Roman priesthood. He said, I picked you out to come into my presence and pray. You may never use it, but you got the right to come. Now, how can I say it? How can I say this? How can I say this? Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Here they are at the, turn, turn this way. Here they are at the throne of God, and they are positioned. Now watch this. There's a spot for you. Can't nobody else fill your spot. Whether you ever come fill your spot or not, that spot got your name on it. You have a, listen, listen, you have a position to come in his presence and make intercession to call on his name. You have the, matter can't, can't, no, matter fact, they can only come so far before God said, no, that's somebody else's spot. Can't nobody else take your spot. Now, now, now watch this. When you don't know who you are, you don't come to your spot. But guess what? You still got a spot. Why? Because God says it's not a function. It's not a debate. It is what it is. Because I made it what it is. I made you who you are. You don't work for it. It's been given to you. You are. You are. Thank you. You are. You are. See, when we look at all the concepts that the world gives us about us, at some point, we have to quit just reading over it. And ask the question, what is it? What are you saying about me, Lord? To me, Lord. Because, Lord, my upbringing, my, 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 my experiences say something different. And, Lord, I think I've been listening to the wrong voices about Let me speak to somebody. Don't let nobody else define you but God. Don't let your past define you. Yeah, I know you got to push your way up through some stuff, but, but isn't it funny how God has given a tender little plant the ability to push his way up through the dirt, through the manure, through the mud, and somehow it finds a way to make his way up and come up out of the ground because that plant said, I got something to say. I got something to show you. I'm a flower. I'm a plant. And I'm here now. And though everything try to hold me down, I made my way up. If a plant can do it, why can't we do it? Gotta understand. 
God put illustrations in the world that we can understand his concept about us. About us. About us. A measure of, 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 of Christ's gift in us. There's a measure. Listen, he says, he says we are his special people. We've been purchased. We've been bought by the blood. He says that we may set forth, that you and I may set forth the wonderful deeds and displays of the virtues of the perfection of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Yeah. Look what he says. He says, I have placed enough glory, enough grace, enough purpose in you that if you allow me to bring up out of you what I place in you, it will defy knowledge. The folks that used to know you won't believe it's you. Uh, let me go. <laughs> Can I go and say that? Your mama and daddy were asked the question, what happened to you? <laughs> listen, listen, he's talking, he's talking about you. You know what? Some of y'all hearing me, but you ain't hearing me. Oh, he said it again. Some of y'all are hearing me, but you ain't hearing me. You know why? You are allowing the other voice to speak louder than the spirit that's trying to break through your insecurities, your, your hurt, your, your pain, your, your, your experiences, and you are allowing that to speak louder than what God is saying. I'm talking about you. I think to be honest with you, and we're almost home, we have to grapple with this. The word grappling is a martial arts term, and it speaks of martial arts that is sort of like wrestling, but the attempt in grappling is to bring your, your opponent to a submission hole to make them quit, to choke them out, to, to break a limb where they no longer have any more fight in them. It is hand-to-hand -hand combat. It's not boxing. It's wrestling. It is, it is to, to take a, a position of, 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 of superiority. It is to leverage out. It, it is to make a move where you flip, where, where you choke, where you position in such a way that your opponent can no longer fight with you because you have disabled them in some way. In order for God's truth to, to, to break through, there's some truth we got to grapple with. When, 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 when I read God's word and it talks to me about who I am, but, but that is that is different from what I know. I, 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 I just don't let read over it. I begin to say, Lord, teach me, Lord, show me, Lord, Lord let me grapple with it. 
see Jacob, he, he, is, he, is, he, is, he is running from his uncle and he's running towards his brother. He can't go back, but he's scared to go forward. He's not only just facing what he's done, but he's facing who he is. See, God's been his father God, been his, his grandfather God, but God hasn't been his God. But now he finds himself and he's in a perplexed situation. You see, his, 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 his slickness can't slick him out of this. Uh, Y'all don't hear me. Don't think just because you church, as I heard one preacher say, don't think that, that just because you church, you ain't slick no more. That, 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 that's some stuff called church slick. Slick as you can be if a fly is on you, he slides on because it was our survival and all of us have a survival mechanism oh y'all just got quiet man. <laughs> and we're not careful we'll go back never, never put away our survival mechanism it's how we keep you at bay. It's how we... Y'all don't got quiet on me. <laughs> Jake, Jake, Jacob is, is sitting on, on, on the mountain and he's all by himself because he is depleted of ideals. He, he is depleted of self. And he don't know what is before him. And all of a sudden, someone shows up and they don't box, they grapple. <laughs> they grapple and they grapple all night long. Listen, 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 listen. And, and, and daybreak is coming and it is the pre-incarnated Christ. It is Christ before he becomes a man. He shows up and is really God because Christ has always been the manifestation of God, even in the Old Testament. It is him showing up because he is the perfect expression of God the Father. You don't see the God the Father. You see the third person of the Godhead who shows up. He is the bone, he is the burning bush, the fire, the Moses. He, he is Isaiah, the, 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 the throne, and he's sitting high and lifted up. He, he's the one who shows up at Abraham. He, he is that which shows up in the, in the burning furnace with the three Hebrew boys. He, he shows up. Aren't you glad you got a God that shows up? Aren't you glad that he will meet you where you are? Aren't you glad that, 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 that God will get in your mess with you and, and show you I'm God, I'm God all by he shows up in Jacob's dilemma. He wrestles with Jacob, and, and the daytime is coming. 
and he pretends like he got the go. He could make Jacob let go, but, but he, he breaks Jacob. He puts his hip out of shape, and he says, he says, let me go because they break up. He said, I won't let go to you, bless. Some of us need to get before the Lord. I said, Lord, I'm not going to let go to you, bless me. Lord, there's nobody else that can bless me, Lord. Lord, Lord I, I'm going to keep on calling you till you bless me. I'm not going to stop until you bless me. How bad do you need him? How bad do you need God to take you to the next level? How bad do you need God to change something? How bad do you want to be where God wants you to be? How bad? Listen, listen. Hey, listen what he said. He says, he says, he says, what's your name? He knew what his name was. He said, my name is Supplanter. My name is Trickster. My name is Slick. My, my, my name, my name is Deceiver. My name Jacob. And I'm all of that. He says, you're not that no more. You're not that. You're not what you used to be. You, you had an encounter with me. You're not that anymore. I, I didn't change who you are. You're, you're not that anymore. I don't care what you used to be. You're not that anymore. I don't care where you used to go. You're not that anymore. I don't care what people used to go. You're not that anymore. Aren't you glad you're not that anymore? I'm not that anymore. I'm not, I'm not that anymore. I may slip and slide, but I'm not that anymore. At my core. At my core. I'm not that. See, see, that is the first state of your deliverance that you realize I'm not that. I don't care what nobody said. I'm not that. I don't care what I used to do. I'm not that. I don't care what the world said. I'm not that. Ever since I met Jesus, I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm not that. Even in Jacob's life, in Israel's life, see your name is Israel, because now you got power with God. Even in his life, he would, he would, he would, he would go between Israel and Jacob, Israel and Jacob, because sometimes, he, okay, well, no, I said, your, your, your old self ain't dead. It just be rendered powerless when you allow your new nature to, to be in control. But you would see him at one moment, Jacob, the next one in scripture would call him Israel. What's he doing? This is what I say to you. Though Jacob been rendered powerless, make sure you more Israel than Jacob. Make sure you walk it more in your new self, spirit self, than you are in your old nature. Listen, I got a secret. I got a secret. I'm going to whisper it to you. Now, that is able. Yes, sir. Oh, you didn't catch that part? Now. On the hill. That is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above. Oh, let me go back. Now. On the hill. In you, that is able in you to do in you exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or imagine now. 
the hill that is able to do exceedingly. If God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son, won't he do everything else to get you where he wants you to go? And Jesus gave himself. And that's the most he could have done. Everything else comes with the ticket. Listen, he gave him when he knew we were sinners. He gave him knowing everything we were going to do before, during, and after our salvation. And he still gave him. So, so if he gave his best, won't he give everything up to his best to get us where he wants us to be? So, so, so when Paul says now, he's not saying just that God is able. He's saying he's willing. Let's start all over again. Now, Unto him who's able and willing to do exceedingly, abundantly. Hold on, not, not just exceedingly, but, 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 but Paul got lost for words. He really cannot capture in the human language what he's trying to say. So he put two adjectives together knowing that you're not supposed to, but one adjective is not enough to express what he's trying to say. The truth of the matter is five adjectives is not enough, but he figured if he put two of them together, you'll catch his meaning. He, what he's saying exceedingly is not enough to explain how abundant God is and what he's ready to do. So it's exceedingly and abundant by itself is not enough. So he put exceedingly, so he's exceedingly abundant above all that we can think or imagine according to the power in us, in us. What God sees in you. Oh, oh. And somebody just get that. That is what God has placed in you. Turn, 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 turn your name. He's talking about you. That is what God has placed, you know, you, know, you know what? It's grappling time. It's grappling time. What you mean by that? Even though I preached it, you still don't got it. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're going to have to go home and grapple. You got to put on your, 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 your sweats on. Yeah, go and take out, yeah, 
girlfriend, take off your earring. See, see, it's not time to be cute. It's time to get for real. See, horseshoes can't fight on a slippery floor. So you put your gym shoes on and say, I, I won't fall. It's, it's grappling time. Is there anybody in the house that want to grapple over what God says about you? Is there anybody in the house want to catch hold? For those that may doubt, one more thing. Even Paul has to grapple. Don't you hear him say, I press, I grapple, I press towards the mark. He said, he said I'm trying to catch hold of the reason why Christ caught hold of me. I'm not there yet, but I'm pressing towards the mark of the high power in Christ Jesus. He's calling me higher and higher. Grapple, whatever it takes to allow God to bring out of you what he has placed in you. Grapple till your faith catches hold to the next level of you. There's a next level, Terry. There's a next level, yes it is. There's a next level. Yes it is. Yes it is. There's a next level, Terry. Yes it is. There's a next level. By faith. Before you see it, you got to see it in the spirit world. There's a next level.